Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> Real glad about it, too. You know, um, I I, um, I hope that God always uh, keeps me in the frame of, frame of mind to try to be sharing and um, try to be uh, motivational and uplifting, even, even when it's not uh, felt or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking. A couple of things I wanted to go over with. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time, and you may be applying them to your life, and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or or, or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say, that's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about statistics say 
Be very careful of stats. When a person says, you know, statistics say one out of every what? See, listen to me. These are things that sound like they're good, sound, solid advice, but they're setting you up for failure. And you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations. And it's not scripture. It it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people. And a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh, 84, 85 was, uh, uh, it was gaining a lot of momentum. comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately – 6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you, guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. I was young, opening act, nowhere near Hollywood. Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2,000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're going to adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it one in so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't going to be the one to hit. Now, when the dude hits, you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself. Because you didn't get the proper education, because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, because you didn't stay to the task, because you quit, turned around and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not, it wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old fogey sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown. Magic Johnson didn't go to uh, Michigan to get an education. 
Larry Bird ain't going to Indiana to get an education. These cats was balling. Michael Jordan didn't go to North Carolina to get an education. They went to play ball. They went to do one thing. Tiger Woods didn't go to Stanford to get an education. He went to play golf. Soon as he got good enough, he gone. These are guys that put all their eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. Your problem is all you got to do is make sure what is your basket made out of. If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, give me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? You defeating yourself. Where is your faith? Where is your belief? Where is your trust? At one point in time, you got to believe that God could do what he said he going to do because he done done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here that's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, the time has arrived for all great minds to think alike. Here is the thought of great minds. I made it. I've arrived at a new day, an opportunity, a chance. It has been given to me. I promise to do my best to take full advantage of it. I'm up for it, man. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me this opportunity and this chance. I would do everything in my power not to let you down today. And if I happen to stumble or fall, please forgive me. I am only human. You designed me this way. But you also designed me for greatness. And that, I accept the challenge of today's duties. Ladies and gentlemen, let us begin the day on our way to greatness. Let the church say amen. 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 Amen, amen again. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. Happy Monday. Wonderful. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, Steve. Bonjour, darling. Bonjour. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we. Junior. Unk, listen to these words. I'm about to kill it. <laughs> okay. That's profound, boy. <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Say it again, Junior. I'm about to kill it. Woo. I'm touched. I'm, I'm deeply moved. Boy. J. Anthony Brown. What's going on, Mr. Harvey? What's happening with you today? Ain't nothing, man. Just uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to be better than I was yesterday. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's what we shoot for. Whatever we did yesterday, let's do that better. Top it. I like it. Mm-hmm. How's the it going? The fact that he gave us another day, yeah. Yeah. How's it going? Yeah. Well, everything's going good, you know. Um, um, Are you better today? Um, 
so yeah, far? So far. So far. So far I'm better today. I've got okay. a lot of things I got to get done, um, you know. I'm I'm just responsible for a lot, and, and you know the people they never stop. You know, have you ever noticed that people, you know, when they ask you how you doing, they really ain't concerned because they trying to they get don't really what they give want a damn from how you doing. They don't. Oh yeah, they don't. Hey, how you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Well, sure wish I was. <laughs> Try to kill it with must be nice. Like if you're doing yeah, something really good, that's the yeah. word. Yeah. Oh, must yeah. Must be nice. Yes. Must you got it going nice. on. Yeah, it All right, then. Yeah. You all or, are doing good, aren't you? Or have you ever just vaguely <laughs> mentioned that something was wrong? Boy, they and they did, and they topped it. Uh, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, my day got off to a little rough start. You know, I seemed like I got up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, at least you got a bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Where are we going with this? Yeah. Where are we going? Try to out-misery me. Uh, <laughs> go for a walk. At least you got legs. At least you got legs. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. A walk. A walk. Yeah. Man, I just Wow. Don't... <laughs> All right, guys. Let's Listen. go, Shirley. Yeah, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're going to talk uh, – we're really going to ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey, in the building to solve your problems, to answer your questions. This one is from Danisha in Milwaukee. Danisha writes, I am 36 years old and I have five children from a previous marriage. I'm currently dating a 34-year-old man that doesn't have children. I told him up front that I did not want any more children, and he accepted it. Now, two and a half years later, he's got baby fever. I love him dearly, but when he proposed recently, I didn't say yes because he deserves to have his own children. He's very upset and embarrassed. Did I do the right thing or not? Hmm. Well... I mean, I think you're being uh, forthright and honest, and I think he has to understand your seriousness about this issue. You already have five children. You don't want any. Uh, the only one that can make a baby in this relationship is you. And if you've had your feel of it, then he has to respect that. Him having baby fever uh, does nothing for your uh, desire not to have any more children. So I would say you did the right thing. He's embarrassed, but... You also have to tell him, look, I would love to marry you, but if children is a deal breaker, then a deal breaker we have. Yeah, sounds like it is. I'm so sorry. I love you, but I'm I'm not having any more children. And I am the machine that manufactures them, so we're gonna and this machine is closed for production. Assembly line is out, out of order. It's not out of order, it's just I've closed it. Yeah. Understandably so, she's got five. Ooh, um, she said yeah. she ain't having no more. Mm-hmm. She's done. <laughs> okay. Sound right. like she sees to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. It is a deal breaker. All right, uh, moving on. Sandy in the Valley says, I'm a 29-year-old account executive, and I'm having an affair with a married man and a married woman. We've all hooked up before, and now I think that my married man and my married woman are sneaking around behind my back. 
There is no honor in what we're doing, so I don't put it past them. I will never trust another female. Why can't she just be honest about this? Because you're not. You can't give what you never had. Mm. Earth went five. Hello. Oh, come on, Junior. Junior. Hello. That I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want real love, you got to give real love. You want trust, you mm-hmm. must give trust. You want respect, you have to give respect. You're cheating on another woman's, uh, with another woman's husband. You have no problem with that. But now you mad because you're saying you'll never trust another woman. I don't know no woman that should should trust you. I don't I don't I don't know how you don't work this out. It's amazing. And and you know people know the difference between right and wrong. She said there's no honor in any of this. She said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, her words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't so you don't think knows. that applies? Mm-hmm. If you're in you start a relationship with no honor, when do you expect the relationship to develop the honor? Since you went into it with none. I ain't knocking what you're doing either way, but when you start off wrong, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right. You're having an affair with a married man. Everybody's cheating on everybody. Mm-hmm. Including you. Including, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. What mm-hmm. made you think he wouldn't see the other woman when he, you the other woman? <laughs> I'm, I'm very confused with this one. <laughs> How you say it, say it again? Huh? How, you... How you think he won't see another woman when you the other woman? <laughs> It's that behavior. Huh? I'm just, I'm just asking. It's her other woman. Yeah. <laughs> the married woman is her other woman. This is a mess is what it is. Yeah. A hot mess, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, moving on. Brianna and uh, Queen says, I'm a divorced woman in my, in my mid-30s, and my ex-husband is in jail for burning my car up. He found out I had an affair in the car, so he torched it. Uh, Right before he went to jail, he divorced me, and I moved in with my mom. I'm ready to move out and get my own place so my ex-husband will have a place to live when he gets out. He's refusing to give me a second chance, and I want to prove to him that I've changed. How can I convince him? Are you crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Are you crazy? Before he went to jail, he set fire to your car. Of which you had an affair in, which means you'll never sleep with another man in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what did now, it mean? <laughs> it means you'll never sleep with another man in here. Never, ever. So now you, he divorces you, which means not only will you sleep with another man in this here car, you ain't going to sleep with another man on me. Now you to move in with your mama. Now you ready to move out and get your own place so your divorced husband will have a place to live when he get out. He don't want you. <laughs> He's doing time to prove that fact. Ooh. Oh, man. And I'm, I'm not sure if you were saying that he went to jail because he torched the car. Or he was going to jail yeah. before something yeah. else and no. on the way in he torched it. No, my ex-husband is in jail for burning my car up. Yeah. Yeah. And he mad about you about that, too. Mm-hmm. Because if you hadn't slept around on him, he wouldn't have had to set your car on fire, and he wouldn't be sitting there. Right. Hey, don't none of that lead to forgiving you. None of that. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now, little girl. So done with you, Brianna and Over Queen. Over you. I need a place so he'll have a place. How can I prove to him? Prove to him what? <laughs> and you think 
Wait, you was cheating on the man when he was free. You don't think he's sitting there every night knowing you cheating on him while he locked up? But he didn't divorce you, so he threw. Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's this over with you. me. You're crazy. Oof. One more but show. she thinks she can convince him. All right. Time. Well, you broke that nope. one down, nope. though. You, yeah, you, we'll you kind of I mean, it just seems to me yeah. some common sense in here. But common sense ain't that common. No, it's not what she does. She she has sex Mm-mm. with another man in her car. Oh, you didn't know <laughs> Which what is that. why the new yes. Steve Harvey Judge show will be outstanding. <laughs> 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 yeah. Judge Steve. All right. Coming up next, we'll have church complaints with Reverend Motown and Reverend Adnoid <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. And today is Indigenous Peoples Day. We honor the cultures and histories of the Native American people. Also, in trending entertainment news, did you see Kim Kardashian host Saturday Night Live? She yes. did a great yes, job. She, she was really good, did. too. She did. She was did. good. She did. <laughs> yeah, she did. It's so other- funny in that family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In other entertainment news, Ray J's at it again. While he's in the hospital trying to recover from pneumonia, he's filed for divorce again from Princess Love. That's the third that time. Was, yes, come on. This ain't a good time to do it, Ray J. No. <laughs> you might need her. Hello. Uh, we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is Monday. You know what time it is. Time for church complaints with Reverend Adnoid and Reverend Motown. They are here right now. Here, here, here. Uh, am compatulate uh-huh. about this situation yes. and revibrantly make referential differences to my deacon. Lord have mercy. As we go forward with church complaints, I reintify that we are here. To go ahead uh, and indemnify the words of the righteous. In other words, for those of you that are not well versed in red, these uh-huh. is church complaints. Come on, Red Man Norris. Here we go. Good morning, everybody. It is not nice to start a morning, what I'm saying. Good morning, everybody. Before we start, I need to ask you a question. Where the hell is the other reverend? That's what I'd like to know. How we just, he just don't show up for this. Well, we heard, Uh I'm just just a Uh rumor, Uh that he had to carry his Uh granddaughter Uh to a rap concert. Uh (laughs) And it prolonged his uh, life expectancy. So So I'm asking you. That's more important than doing this. Is that what you're saying? That's way more well, important than what I we do. I don't know if it's more important, but I don't think okay. he was in any condition to come. To, to do it. Okay, us. we'll move right yeah. along. We he don't actually really care. thought that the instructions was to uh-huh. him wave yeah. your hands in the air, wave uh-huh. them like you just uh-huh. don't care. Just don't care, yeah. And somebody scream. Uh-huh. He did all that as a deacon while the young kids uh-huh. was putting him on chit-chat. I saw him several times uh-huh. last night. Oh, chit-chat. And that's not the reason chit-chat. why he's not here. Chit-chat Thank or, you very or much. talk to one of them. 
TikTok. <laughs> Zoom TikTok or Zam pastor. or whatever. Zam, he's on Zam or whatever. I don't know what he's on, but he's not here. All right. If you if you can make it to the Piggly Wiggly this weekend, this weekend they'll be giving free samples of Tussie Red. We we ask that all church members go out, especially some choir members. Go get that Tussie Red because they're giving it away free. What say you, Reverend? What say you about the this deodorant? You have You're not yeah. referring to yes. the famous deodorant, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. One of us is not pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> what is the name you. of it? I thought it was pussy, which resulted tussy in one of the worst age whoopings I ever had as a child. What happened? Well, my mother overheard me in the bathroom one time singing a song about Tussie. Uh -huh. She don't hear that good. <laughs> she, thought, she thought I was saying something else. Uh-huh. <laughs> she pulled that hot water bottle down off the back of that door and uh -huh. beat the skin off of my back. Of course, I couldn't stop her. Cause the uh -huh. shock of that rubber hose and just my back. Yeah. Uh-huh. Lord have mercy. All right. Yeah, All I was right. filming Move the up. scene when Denzel was in glory. Yeah. <laughs> Tied to a wagon wheel. Yeah. Let's go ahead on, because you take me back down. Uh, here we go. Now. I don't want right. to go there now. Since, since we were locked down in COVID and our church church giving has gone down a lot do you suggest that the ushers go by the members house and strong arm their ass for the money that we need for this church what do you suggest that i you think know, that's we a just wonderful don't take no idea. for an answer yeah. i think yeah, that's yeah. outstanding um <laughs> let's get some of the bigger usher board members to carry uh -huh. out uh sister uh geraldine witherspoon Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. who collected money for the mob mm -hmm. for loan <laughs> so shark payments would be a good yes. one. She got Go saved but barely. And, and what should they say when they knock on the door? What should be the speech that they give these people? Because we're not playing around. We're serious about this. We place. are here because you wasn't there. Now give it up <laughs> or go somewhere. <laughs> could you could you say that again one more time? <laughs> we are here cause you weren't there. Mm -hmm. Give it up or go somewhere. All right, that that'll take care of that. All right, right the after where service. Where would be to hell if you don't? <laughs> to hell if you don't give. If you don't give, all right. And let the ass be a demonstration. Begin. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Let the ass up. There'll be a demonstration right after service by the Chicago Five one-legged steppers. They'll be having a step-off uh, 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 service. Uh, 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 and if if you'd like to participate, they're also taking donations to raise five legs for the five members. What say you, Reverend? What say you? Well, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it's one of the most spectacular dances I've ever seen because those dates, they match up. See, one that whoever lost their right leg, they dance with a left leg. <laughs> <laughs> and the moves Stupid. they do, good Lord, good Lord. Stupid. Almost looked like they was born for this. <laughs> so in other words, two people with one leg hooked together, which means you'll have... 
two dancers and then one dancer waiting to go in after the other dancer gets tired, tag teaming. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's amazing. You have got to see no, them. No, they, got to. they actually, uh, some of these people have been dancing together since they lost their legs. <laughs> oh, they have joined us a sugar club, they call it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. moving on. <laughs> Okay, all right. This is a church announcement. Here we go with the little Their people mascot the is a Their mascot is a giant <laughs> snicker bar. <laughs> Don't stop. Get it, get it. Come on now, let's get with it. Get, <laughs> the Thank little God. people of the church are ready to be rented out as munchkins and goblins for Halloween. What say you, Pastor? What say you? Yes, 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 yes. Pastor. I'm sorry. All right. Thank you, uh, Reverend Motown and Reverend Adnoid. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news on this Indigenous People holiday as we honor and celebrate the Native Americans of this country. But first, in today's entertainment news, Kim Kardashian West did her thing and hosted Saturday Night Live this past Saturday. Kim's mom, Kris Jenner, was there along with her sister, Chloe. Kim's um, soon-to-be ex, ex, what is going on over there with their relationship? Uh, Kanye West was also in New York to give Kim some much-needed support, give, give her some advice and everything. Kim said she felt a lot of pressure. She wanted to wow the audience. She looked fantastic. We all know, of course, Kanye has a complicated history with uh, Saturday Night Live. And um, back in 2016, you guys remember this, when audio leaked of uh, Kanye with his behind-the-scenes meltdown? He had this right before yes. performing on the oh, show. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know really what how much help he could give Kim, actually. Right. But anyway, <laughs> maybe he's grown. Good. Yeah, she maybe he's grown really since then. Good. I but didn't Kim, see it at all. I missed yeah, it. Yeah, Kim was good, Steve. Yeah, she she was she a was little fast. Good, she did In her, her monologue a little fast. I, she's I, got I comedy timing. She really does. She has comedy timing. Really good. Surprisingly good. And she looked, of course. Beautiful, gorgeous, amazing. And the skits were cute. You know, mm-hmm. she did her thing. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah, she did the yeah. Bachelorette skit. <laughs> she did Chris grown Rock. Mommies. <laughs> <laughs> and the girl really mommies really in the club. That was yes. good too. Yeah, so yes, she was. She was good. I, I think um, she did very well. Yeah, and they had a skit on there with Chris and Chloe, her mom uh-huh. and sister. So mm, yeah, that was good. Yeah, it was. It was good. I enjoyed. Yeah. It. All right. Uh, in other entertainment news, Ray J, Lord Ray J, we just want you to get well from pneumonia, okay? Yeah. Ray J's in the hospital uh, dealing with pneumonia. He's tested negative, thank God for COVID. He thought he had that at first. Um, they gave him multiple tests, at least five of them, and uh, he's tested negative. Now, according to People Magazine, Ray J's health isn't the only hurdle uh, he had to get over. He has filed for divorce from his wife, Princess Love, one more time. This makes number three. No! Number three. Well, in <laughs> the hospital, damn. Who does that? Man? Yeah. You don't let that damn pneumonia get the best of you. You ain't in the best of mindsets to be making life-altering decisions, unless you mm-hmm. thought you were leaving. 
<laughs> oh. The only reason you try to I'm gonna right now is you think you leave and you try to Sick people don't file for divorce. That makes Trust no me. damn sense at all. I beg to differ. You need all the Steve. You want to say something, Steve? You want to no, say sorry, something? Sorry, you want to say something? You to know that they come from all angles. No, clear it up. Go ahead, say it. No, I've seen it all. I've been filed on more times. Everybody on this show except for you, Jay. Hey, he's six. <laughs> and ain't nothing wrong with my friend Jay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we keep hoping the best for the best for this mm. couple, but I don't I know. I hope Ray J works it out because he's yeah. really a nice guy, but man, he's really perfect. Ray J's a nice guy and she's a she's yeah. a sweetheart of a person. I've only mm-hmm. met them together once. I just like them. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I just happen to pull for love. You know, people make yeah, mistakes. Me too. You know, but the person kids. that comes out on the other side of the mistake oftentimes is a better person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. have two young kids, yeah, and you're just rooting for yeah. the family. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm never pulling for love. I'm never pulling for love ever. Okay, better man. Ever. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, Steve. It's time for today's headline. Please. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. And good morning, everybody. Thank you. In Washington this week, the House is scheduled to consider and vote on a measure that uh, pushes the problem of increasing the Fed's ability to borrow to pay their bills until early December. The bill passed by the Senate last week is to be voted on tomorrow. The Senate bill extends the government's borrowing authority till the first week in December. Meanwhile, the president of the San Francisco Federal Reserve says that as long as the country is dealing with the coronavirus, it's going to experience some economic fluctuations. Mary Daly was on CBS's Face the Nation. I always expected Delta to take a toll, just not put us into another recession, and we're seeing that toll. We're seeing this disrupt families, disrupt schooling, disrupt people's ability to get to work and feel safe about it. And you see this in the monthly data, but you also see it in, in any community you walk around. It's going to be hard, and as goes COVID, so goes the economy. Kelly says that Americans are feeling COVID-related stress in their pocketbooks with the price and availability of things like energy, food, and basic services affected because as economies can't get people fully back to work, there will be supply bottlenecks, even though consumers, she says, are now anxious to get out and spend, according to all the figures and all the polls. A white racist, a Tennessee cop knocked out cold by a black colleague after a wedding they'd been invited to has resigned from the Knoxville PD. In a parking lot after the wedding last June, witnesses say Tanner Holt kept harassing Officer Jonathan Tony about his race, saying that he didn't know black people were led into the reception hall and Tanner kept it up until Tony got tired of it and hauled off and knocked him out. After an internal investigation... Uh, Tanner Holt was found to have violated the Knoxville Police Department's code of conduct. And as I said at the top, he's now resigned. The Army general who commanded U.S. and allied forces in Iraq has died. General Ray Odierno died of cancer over the weekend. He was 67 years old. Today marking the first October running of the Boston Marathon, the event usually held in the spring, but it's been delayed to, you guessed it, the pandemic. Get this, a member of the Virginia Beach School Board runs her own so-called wokeness check, check uh, website trying to get schools to ban certain books. Now she's on black American author Toni Morrison. She wants the book The Bluest Eye banned because she claims it's pornographic. Actor William Shatner's flight pushed back to this Wednesday, October 13th, because of the high winds forecast for West Texas. Finally, 
No Time to Die, the final James Bond film starring Daniel Craig, took the top slot at the box office this weekend. Just 10 days, No Time to Die, a quarter of a billion dollars in ticket sales worldwide. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Starting tomorrow at 8, 7 central on BET, Family Fun Night is back. New episodes of two hit comedies loved by millions of viewers. Keep the laughs coming. First up, Tyler Perry's House of Pain returns with Ella in command. Then keep watching for an all-new Tyler Perry's Assisted Living. With the facility up and running, there is never a dull moment. You bring the family, and BET brings the fun. Family Fun Night is all new. Tyler Perry's House of Pain, followed by Tyler Perry's Assistant Living, starts tomorrow at 8, 7 central, only on BET. All right, Steve, introduce your buzzer back buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony the Brown. It's the Atlanta Comedy Theater, 22nd, 23rd, Atlanta, Georgia. The song is uh, came from talking to a friend who was uh, stood up by a younger woman. It happens to a lot of old players. So uh, I wrote him a song send her the next time she says she's coming over and she don't show. Hit it. Girl, don't make me waste these pills. You know, these pills are expensive. Girl, don't make me waste these pills. You're not coming by. At least you can go have one of these pills. You said you was coming by. Oh, girl, what's the deal? Damn, girl. Don't make me waste these pills Girl, don't make me waste this wine I mean, I got it all spread it out Girl, don't make me waste this wine Mofo sauce, I got tater salad, I got a You said you was coming by in the refrigerator But it looked like you were lying Girl, don't make me waste this wine. You know, if you, you're not gonna show this, let a brother know. Girl, don't make me waste this 18-piece chicken. Girl, don't make me waste this 18-piece chicken. You said you was coming by. Guess what? I got finger licking. Girl, don't make me eat this 18 piece. Well, girl, you don't be, you know, standing me up like that. Girl, don't make me waste these rubbers. You seen the price of rubbers? Oh, I'm sorry, condoms, I'm sorry. Girl, don't make me waste these rubbers. Damn, and you only get three in a pack. If you're not coming by, I can use them on another. But girl, don't make me waste these rubbers. Hey, hey, baby, what's going on? You on your way? I be damned. Let me blow these candles out then. <laughs> Something wrong with him. <laughs> really is. Something wrong with him. A sad existence, man. <laughs> Jay, you ought to go and get married again, man. Come on out. Oh, after that, that song? Good, dog. You need to just come on in, man. 
No, no, man. Let me stay out here. I'm good. Can't, you ain't doing good out there, Jay. Just come I'm on in. Fine. I'm fine. I'm all right. You ain't fine. You writing songs. All right. Thank you, Jay. Coming up at 34. What are you going through? 34 minutes after the hour. We'll talk about black love, Jay, and you can contribute to that conversation. No, uh, sure. Take my right mic out. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we talk about it a lot on this show. We love us some black love, and there are pictures of some of our favorite celebrity couples trending on social media. We got Beyonce and Jay-Z looking cute. Jay-Z has Beyonce's head in his lap or on on his shoulder. That's a cute pic. Sierra and Russell Wilson. Sierra in the hospital by her husband's side after his recent surgery from his NFL injury on his hand. Alicia Keys, Swiss Beats, posted sexy dancing video from recent date nights. And then, Steve, you and your beautiful wife, Marjorie, are trending right now. You guys are in Paris celebrating her birthday. And it's just really sweet. So our question, Steve, and um, Jay, please chime in. Yes, please don't ask him. <laughs> when you can. <laughs> Why is it so important to promote black love and just to see you know positive black love okay couples now, i'll have images. a list alone don't, <laughs> yes yes please don't please. drag him into this i don't know if you heard his bit or not but don't let's just not the bitter man well you know i mean it's it's you know like it's really like cool to see j and b you know two major major superstars Mm-hmm. You know who who are who are who are working really hard on their family and forging a, a forging a way to stay together and promote love and you know you see a football player and an actress you know these these are singer these are professions that normally don't promote or do well in marriage mm-hmm. you know Hollywood mm-hmm. marriages entertainment marriages were very very short lived marriage is hard I don't care who you are it just gives a lot of inspiration to young people like you know you know look especially however you're going to decide to go about it in life you know that love is worth fighting for and and having and it is it can make you better and and it really really does and that's that's what i hope it sends the message to to young guys out there that putting somebody's daughter up on a pedestal and treating her like a queen is actually admirable it don't make you flake, jive, slow, you know, what they call it, uh, what? a simp. You know what oh. I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you, no, man, you're not none of that. Or Real. Steve. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you could be open like Will and Jada. Can Jay I say did. something now? now can ain't, I nobody, say something? ain't nobody going <laughs> to do that. From my side, that's from, from where I'm coming from. I've put people on pedestal, Steve. I've done it all. And each time I went to court, I lost the damn pedestal. Every damn time I go to court, the judge orders me to give her the pedestal. And all I'm saying is, I just can't, I can't afford another pedestal at this age, Steve. That's all I'm saying. If, if I'm, when I see you and your wife, that is lovely. I love seeing love. I love seeing love. I love, I love, love, I Ooh, man. Black I love. Just can't. Yes. Black love is beautiful thing. And black if you married white or white if you whatever love you got, I'm hey, be happy. Mm-hmm. Just don't put me don't ooh. 
I can't even. I woke up. I was dreaming one night. I was married, and oh man, I woke up. I was just nervous because I was like, I was, "What the hell?" Soaking wet. I was soaking like wet. Like you had been running the whole damn dream. Steve, Steve I peed on myself in the bed. I peed on myself. I'm like, oh, Lord, don't put me through this. Don't. Oh my God! You had ankle burns on your from running so hard oh, on the my. bed sheets. Oh, Steve, Steve. I had shackles on my neck and my wrist and what? I'm like, I can't. I can't. And I applaud Jay, the people who Jay, can do it. Jay, you can do you it. can't combine yeah. your dreams married and 12 years a slave. It's not the same. It's not that same. Yeah. It's not that deep. It's you, not that heavy. You're combining, you're combining dreams now. 12 you. years a slave. You can't, you can't do that, Jay. Do you know? Do you know the song "Taps" and the wedding song are in the same damn key? Now you figure that out. Y'all work on that. Work on that. Day is done. Wow. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, that's our take on Black Love. Coming up next is Junior in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, he left the restaurant with his wife. Okay? Wow. We'll get into that in just a bit. But right now, Junior is in for the nephew with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Junior? Redipped. That's it. What's that? What? Redipped. Oh, redip. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> redip. <laughs> All right, I redip, redip. Yeah, that's it. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, cat. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm trying to reach uh, Pastor Henry. Uh, this is Pastor Henry. Oh, how you doing, sir? You, you're the uh, pastor of uh, Greater New Hope Baptist, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, yes, I am. My ass who's calling? Uh, my, my name is Patrick. My name is Patrick Davis. Uh, uh, I, I doing, went Patrick? there. How you doing, sir? I, I went there uh, to your church about a, about two and a half years ago. I went there, and, and me and oh, my okay. wife, we got, yeah, we got our kids baptized there at your church. Oh, so, are you coming back to us, or are you, uh, uh, what's well, your current well, church home? Well, we haven't, we haven't been in a minute, you know, but you, you, you baptized my, my, my son and my daughter, uh, Kareem and Kareem. Right. Okay. You baptize them. I don't. I don't think you. I mean, I'm sure you do a lot of people, but yeah, I was about to say I do a lot. I can't really pinpoint a name like that. You said it was about a couple years ago, two, three. Yeah, years? About, about, about two and, between two and between two and three years ago, you you baptized my my little girl and my and my son. Well, God bless on that. I'm, I'm glad I was able to do that service for you. I was wondering, uh, how how did you get my number? Uh, usually, uh, any any things like this usually get handled with the church. You know, one of my deacons or my secretary, but uh. Uh, did oh. you um, call the church and they gave you my number? Um, this this guy at the church. Let me see. His name is oh, Dobbs. Dobbs, brother, brother Dobbs, brother, brother Dobbs gave you my phone number, my information. Brother Dobbs, I got this from brother Dobbs that I okay. could reach you. I could reach you now. You you know him, right? He he's one of your deacons. A, a yeah, brother he, that's I, a I, 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 he's, that's a good man right there. I've known him many a year. Okay, here's my reason for wanting to talk to you directly. Uh, okay. Like, like I said, you baptized my little girl, Taylor, and my son, Kareem. What, what is baptizing is supposed to be 
you cleansing them and you washing them. Right. Okay, uh, here's me... my problem. Here's my problem. You baptize my kids, but ain't nothing changed. They they grades still bad. I'm, I'm, they still I'm, disobedient. Brother, uh, I don't see where your baptism done anything. Hold on, let me say this now. Look, but, but, but if you don't pass him, if you just let me what? finish, I don't see where your baptizing has done anything. Therefore, Brother all David, the ties and I stuff don't... that I spent when I was there, okay. I want that money back. <laughs> now, now, okay, now you confuse me. I'm, I'm not sure. I think you know we need to stop this madness right now because you're talking about you want money back. Uh, baptize. I, I'm, I, I I'm more than likely put... to baptize your kids. I've been at this church for for many years, so I, I won't doubt that I'm probably the, the the pastor you're looking for, but I just don't understand what you're trying to get at here about the baptism. Did, did I'm, I'm saying you're supposed to, when, when, when people get baptized, it's supposed to change okay. them. Am I right or wrong? A cleansing. Okay, I see. Yes, cleanse but, them. But but my kids. Oh, let me let me ask my, you. I'm just, I'm I'm just trying to bro, brother. I'm just just trying to get to the bottom of this. You know, I mean, because you like I said, when we get my to, church the usually handles this. I still don't understand bottom, how you listen, got my number. Listen, the bottom of it is, yo, yo, baptizing ain't doing nothing. My kids well, still grade bad. They still disobedient. Well, yo, yo, is that why they haven't been coming to church? You said you're not going to any congregation. Maybe you guys need to come on back to church, sit in on some sermons. You know, I even work with you one-on-one, but um, I, can't, I can't do nothing about the grades in school. I mean, and, 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 and overall behavior. That starts when, you, when you have baptized them, I should see a change in them, and I don't see a change. But all the time well, I was going to your church, I'm paying for these tithes, well, and I'm not getting anything. Hey man, all, at the end of the day, Pastor Henry, I want my money back. That's what that's what we have at the end of the that's day. Not, well, so that's, brother Davis, that's not how it works, brother. You you understand? I, I'm not I'm not trying to raise my voice at you, but you, you're all over the you're all over the place. You want money back? You, I, I don't understand. What, what can I do for you? I, I can tell you now. I told you what you can do. My kids, I done, I done got them baptized over there with you. All that time I was going to your church, I'm paying these tithes, paying these tithes, paying these tithes. And I get my kids baptized. And, and but the tithes don't have up. nothing to do with the, the baptism. The tithes have something to do with all the time I spent over there, and I'm not getting oh. anything in return. Brother, and brother. that's what you call it. How in the world am I going to figure out how much tithes you pay? I know exactly how many. I know exactly how many. No, 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 no. You're calling my phone with this nonsense. You're not even a a, a member of my congregation, and I I just don't like it. So, Pastor, let me ask you this. Who do you think you're raising your voice at, Pastor? Just because you're a man of the cross don't mean that. that, that, Just because I'm a man of God don't mean I can't cut your ass out. You understand that, brother? If it's something you need to deal with, you need to talk to the people at the church. Why do I need to talk to Brother Dobbs when I'm talking because to the problem? I do I'm not talking to the problem right now. You're the problem, Pastor. Oh, oh the I'm problem. the problem. I just spent a bunch of tithe money, and I want, I know exactly how much I spent over there, and I want my money back. Brother, how about that? That's what I care about, your tithe. How about what? that? I said, f*** your tithe. Want me to spell it out? Oh, well, here so come Pastor. Oh, your kids are here, look at here. I bet they know how to spell it. Okay, Don't okay. be calling me about no damn behavior issues with your kids. Are you baptized? That's the question you need to be asking. Is you living your life sanctified, huh? You, you, you know what? You know what, brother? I, I didn't got out beside myself, and I'm sorry, brother. I, I should not be using foul language against you. I think what's going on, we need, to, we need to get you and your children, your wife, come on down to service on Sunday. I will sit with you as long as I can. I, I, truly, I truly think counseling and talk is the only way out of this.
yeah. we, we yeah. should not be fighting on this phone. Yeah, yes, yes, sir. Uh, now, once again, I, I hope you accept my apology for my language. Yes, now, yes, sir. Now, can I ask yes, you something? Go ahead, son. I can hear you. Okay, Brother Dobbs tells me that you and him are together. Take your some, time. Y'all together some mornings having coffee, you and Brother Dobbs are? Every morning that, that I'm not at a, a, a function or doing something for the building maintenance with the church, yeah, you, you definitely, he's a good brother. Like I told you, I've known him for many years. Right, right. And he's saying that when y'all having coffee, that y'all y'all listening to the radio. Is, 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 is that right? Yeah, well, I suppose. Do y'all be listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? Yeah, it's always on the radio. <laughs> hey, Pastor. What's so fun? This is, nep- this is Nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Brother Dobbs just got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. No, wait, wait. No. <laughs> So Brother Dobbs knew about this. He the one gave me your number. <laughs> I'm too scared to cuss another word or say anything out of my character. I didn't think I didn't did enough for a lifetime today. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm probably as real as they come, and I, I tell my congregation all the time, I even slip up. So I think it would only be right if you play. <laughs> Let me ask you something, man. What is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest. It's 20. Oh, baby. man, Come you on, already man. know, man. The Steve what? Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there it is. Redipped. Even when he's not here, ignorance. Even I go to his ignorant. church. Yeah. <laughs> and we know why. Yeah. Man, that's Basically. the problem with people. You know, they try to act like it's a perfect walk. It ain't. But he no. pressing. Uh-huh. He was pressing the dude a little bit too Mm-hmm. Too far. Yeah. He was. He was not having. Well, he told him. I ain't too sad to cuss your ass out now. You man, said come on. Come on, man. Hold up. That ain't how this work. He was trying to do everything. Son, son, listen. We can work I'll this out. I'll sit with you. I'll sit with you. I'll sit with you. As long as it, you know, just as long as it takes. You just need to talking and counseling is the only way to work through this here. Oh, boy. Tommy kept pressing that dude. He's all right. I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what I'm talking to. <laughs> all right. I got news for you, partner. All right. Thank you, Junior, in for the nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, Strawberry Letter, the subject. He left the restaurant with his wife. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on sex, on work, on dating, on parenting, relationships, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Hear that right now. It could be yours. You never know. You never know these letters. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. All right. Thank you, Junior. In for Tommy. Subject, um, he left the restaurant with his wife. Okay. Uh, Dear Stephen Shirley, I was dating Mr. Wright for almost one year, and we got a condo together and looked at rings together. He's a physician, and his practice is about an hour from where our condo is. We dated publicly, and I met all his friends and his sister. He never gave me any reason to suspect that he was married. He is an avid golfer in his spare time, and he usually stays at the resort where he golfs on the weekend. 
Again, I had no idea that he was married since he spends most nights with me and a few nights in the city where his medical practice is. Two weeks ago, he decided we'd go to the wharf and have a nice dinner with another couple. I got excited because I thought he might be ready to propose. We'd never been to this restaurant before, but when we got there, all the waiters and staff there greeted him and called him by name. We sat in a private room, and my stomach was in knots the whole time because I thought tonight was the night. As we got to dessert and had had a few cocktails, the door opened and a woman walked in wearing sweats and a bonnet. She said thanks to the waiter, and she walked toward us. Uh, She came to our table and asked my man to get up and come with her. My man smiled at me and squeezed my hand under the table before he got up. He asked the other guy to handle the check and make sure I got home safely. I jumped up and asked what was going on. The woman advised me to sit back down and enjoy the rest of my evening. My man didn't even look my way. I sat down and the woman at the table told me that that was Jim's wife. Well, Jim and I have created a life together and he hasn't reached out to me in almost two weeks. What do I do now? Okay. I think you already know the answer to this. You don't have many choices here. You really don't. Uh, But the one thing you have to do is pick up the pieces and and try to get your life back on track. you got to move on. You have to. I mean, this man is married, plain and simple. His friends know it. Obviously, the waiters at the restaurant knows it. Uh, know it. He knows it. He just didn't tell you. You were the only one in the dark. And for almost a year, he was able to keep this going. How did you guys get a condo together without you knowing this? You looked at rings. He didn't buy your ring, but you looked at rings together. Um, you know, obviously, he has money. He's a doctor. Um, So what he's doing is staying with you and, you know, some of those nights when he stays with you. But the other nights, he's with his wife, obviously. I I guess they're still together because she certainly thought they did. They were. All the waiters knew her as well. So what do you do now? Like I said, pick up those pieces, start to move on with your life. This man has not reached out to you in almost two weeks. The last thing you heard from him is when he squeezed your hand under the table and told his friend to make sure you got home safely. Well, his friend did that. It's no use in trying to chase after this guy. It it really isn't. He's got a wife. You don't need all that. You need to figure out um, uh, about the situation with this condo. Is his name on it? Is your name on it? Can you stay there? Can you sell it and get something else? That's what you need to be concentrating on right now. Steve? All right, Lord, 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 this man right here. Now, y'all, what I'm about to share with y'all is, I know exactly what happened in this. Okay. Uh I know all the inside. I know what he said. I know he said how he set it up. I play golf. I know know how he designed this whole thing. What I'm going to reveal to you. I ain't going to do it right now. When we come back, I just want to set y'all up. Now, I want to apologize to the men that's listening. Uh-oh. Okay, why? 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 Because I'm going to expose the intricacies of how this is all set up. Turn my mic on. Because this is a set up. And I know every move in here. 
see, Shirley, you don't, you don't understand. <laughs> no, see, you thinking he's a liar and a cheater, but uh, you don't yeah. know how the yeah. setup has happened. Because in his mind, his friend's mind, and uh, her mind, all this is going down based on the setup. See, it's the setup. You keep forgetting. Remember now, when we get to the part where they were in a private room at a restaurant where they knew his name, Uh Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that. And the reason his friends were there Uh with other women is because they know too. Because they're all liars and cheaters, so they all know. That's it, Shirley. That is it. This ain't complicated. (laughs) You don't know. Why did the woman so calmly say to her, that's Jim's wife? Uh-huh. Because the women are in on it, too. Right. I get that. But on the they're, lie. In they're in on, on the it. lying and the cheating. No, no. Yeah. They're in on the setup. Uh, okay. See, you, y'all keep looking at this too damn basic. It's way <laughs> more complicated than that. Is it really? Oh, no, when not. I walk you through it. Shirley. Okay. You don't know the game. Okay. (laughs) But when we come back. I know a liar. I'm going to tell it to you. Now. Just hold on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 20 minutes. No, you're going to part one of my response. (laughs) (laughs) This is a mess. Subject, he left the restaurant with his wife. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The su- the subject, he left the restaurant with his wife. He left mm. the restaurant with his wife? Yeah. Who else he supposed to leave the restaurant with? <laughs> we read this letter. He didn't go in with his wife. No, but let me tell you why. <laughs> Dear Steve and Shirley, I was dating Mr. Wright for almost a year. We got a condo together and look for rings together. The reason you got a condo together is the following line. He's a physician and his practice is about an hour from where our condo is. So now, his practice is also in the same area that his wife and family lives in. (laughs) He got the condo because he's telling you it's an hour away from his practice, which you've never been to, by the way, which may not really be an hour away. See, you've never been there. Now, he's a physician. He's practiced about an hour away from where our condo is. We dated publicly, and I met all of his friends and sister. The reason you dated publicly is because he has told his friends and his family that he and his wife are having difficulties. They are struggling. And he told them that that's why his friends and sisters has been looped in. He never gave me any reason to suspect that he was married. No, he didn't tell you he was married. Because he was planning on it all going away. Eventually. He is an avid golfer in his spare time, and he usually stays at the resort where he golfs on the weekend. What? Boy, let me tell you something. First of all, you get a golf membership 
within the city confines of where you stay. So if you're a doctor within the city confines of where you say, you can get to your practice and you can get to your love of golf by just driving from your house. Don't nobody stay at the damn golf resort while they play golf. No, And once again, you've never been to the golf resort because he focuses on his game because he's an avid golfer. He is not at the golf course spending the night. He is at home with the wife that he's having trouble with. So now, again, I had no idea. Again, I had no idea that he was married since he spends most nights with me. He spends the night with you because he told his wife that he gets calls in the middle of the night and he'd rather be closer to the hospital than to be at home. And since they having trouble, they, they're okay with that. She knows about another place. She just don't know you in it. See, y'all, listen to my setup, ladies. Two weeks ago, we decided to go to the wharf, the wharf and have a nice dinner with another couple. Another couple, just one. I got excited because I thought he might be ready to propose. We'd never been to this restaurant before, but when we got there, all the waiters and staff there greeted him and called him by name. You know, doctors got stuff like that, you know, famous people. We sat in a private room and my stomach was in knots the whole time. Yeah, because you ain't know what the hell finna happen. Your stomach was in knots because what you thought was going to happen. You, your st- and your stomach was really in knots in a minute, though. Because <laughs> I thought tonight was the night. As we got dessert and had had a few cocktails, the door opened and a woman walked in wearing sweats and a bonnet. She said, thanks to the waiter, and she walked towards us. She came to our table. Now, you're in a private room now. He ain't put two tables in here. Yeah, a lot of tables in private rooms. Obviously, you don't know nothing about no private rooms. All this is exciting for you. She came to our table and asked my man to get up and come with her. My man smiled at me, squeezed my hand under the table before he got up. He asked the other guy to handle the check, which is his boy, who knows what the deal is, mm-hmm. and to make sure I got home safely. Because he doctors, they physician, they ain't gonna make no fool out they self in here. Now the wife ain't gonna tear the restaurant up, cause she's she they know them there. They yeah. come there often. Bonnet. But she got a bonnet on. She just came up out the house. <laughs> now Monique, Monique the comedian, done told her about coming out like that. <laughs> Monique told y'all, don't be coming up here like this here. But that's just a fly, not to handle this business. Said it with love. But now, when you come out the door mad, you're going to know you. Now, you forgot what Monique said. Well, anyway, here we is. Got a bonnet on and a tracksuit. And the bottom don't match the top because she got dressed right quick. My man smiled at me, squeezed my hand on the table before he got up. He asked the other guy to handle the check. Hey, man, handle the check for a minute. Make sure she get home safe. I jumped up and asked what was going on. The woman advised me to sit back down. See, this is a physician's wife. Hey, sit your ass back down. She didn't advise you. She said, sit down before you get put down. All right. 
We'll be back with part three of the strawberry letter for today. Uh-oh. He left a restaurant with his wife. <laughs> what is he? He's a liar. He's a cheater. Yes. <laughs> it's simple. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go with part three of today's strawberry letter. The subject is he left the restaurant with his wife. It really should just be, he's a liar and a cheater, Steve. I don't get it. The setup man left an important piece of information out of this setup, and I will show you why the whole fiasco has crumbled around him because of one gaping mistake. Uh, He got a condo with this woman because he done told his wife he needs to be closer to the hospital. His wife and I, they've been arguing, having some troubles. They do have some problems in the marriage, but that's common. A lot of marriages do. That's no reason to cheat and get another place. But he got the place, but he decided to get the place with a girl. So he got the place with the girl, never told his wife where it was, just his closer. And then uh, they dated publicly, met all his friends and his sister because he done told family and friends they on the outs. He's tired of her. She's demanding they're on the outs. He's looking, he wants to be happy. So all of them is okay because he's the physician. He's been providing for the family for a number of years. So they ain't finna dog him out. And then his friends just believe whatever he say because they're his boy. He's an avid golfer in his spare time, and he usually stays at the resort where he golfs on the weekend. That's not true. No one gets a golf membership in the town way away from where they stay or they got to go spend the night. You go play golf, you have drinks at the 19th hole with your buddies, you take your ass home. So every weekend, he's at home with his wife because she knows he doesn't have practice during the weekend. So now his wife thinks he's just coming home and during the week when he's spending the night at his condo, it's going to be closer to the hospital. I had no idea he was married since he spent most of his nights uh, uh, where he's in the medical practice is. Two weeks ago, he decided to go to the wharf and I have a nice dinner with another couple. Got excited because he thought he was going to marry. They sitting there having dinner. A woman walks in with a bonnet and a tracksuit, tells him to get up and come with her. He squeezes her hand under the table, smiles at her, tell the dude, hey, man, make sure she get home safe and uh, pay the check. I got up and said, hey, what's going on? She advised me to sit back down. She said, if you don't sit your black ass back down, you ain't going to see tomorrow, Garden 2. That's what she said. I sat back down, and a woman at the table told me that was Jim's wife. Well, Jim and I have created life together, and he hasn't reached out to me in almost two weeks. What do I do now? The, the roost is over. The fiasco has fallen apart. And the only reason it fell apart that night was because the dumbass physician <laughs> took you to a restaurant that he frequents often and everybody know him and know his wife. And one of the waiters and the waitresses <laughs> called his wife and said, your damn husband down here with another woman. She got dressed right quick, came down there, and you lucky. She didn't whoop. Yo, hey, thank the you. The only reason you like this letter is because it's about golf, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, I had a lot we'll to use it. We'll be back oh, with man. more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk and Fight Talk. What's happening, Junior? <laughs> hey, what Junior. you got? Junior, before <laughs> you start, yes, can sir. I just say how sad I am? Who, oh, why, why I am, they don't show nothing but soccer. So go ahead, man. In Paris. Go so ahead. you missed the whole thing. Man, I ain't seen a football game or fight nothing. 
They don't give you updates about what's they happening don't give over you here. Twitter, Twitter won't even let you look at the fight on Twitter. You can't even see these clips over here. Nothing. Nothing? Oh, well, no. Well, Go ahead and inform us, Junior. Oh, well, Saturday night, man, in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. It was the third and probably, I would bet, probably the last time you see Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury in the ring together. Because it ended it ended in the 11-round knockout of Deontay Wilder, man. Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King, came through again. Uh, and I don't know if anybody in Wilder camp has not seen the same fist. Somebody need to tell him he going to throw this fist at you and he keep hitting you with the same right glove. Can we talk to him? Somebody help him? How? I don't. I, did you see it, Jay? Did you see the fight? I saw the fight. Let me ask you this, Junior. How do you keep getting rappers? Who are these rappers that will come out? Hey, man. He's hey got to be out of rappers now. He's he got to be out. I don't know who the rapper was that walked in the ring with him on Saturday, but I'm not putting my single in the ring with your ass. Cause it keep going down. <laughs> hey, every time I drop a song with you, it go down the chart. <laughs> I mean, really, it was, it was, it, I mean, man, I mean, he was put down on the canvas three times uh, in the fight. Three times Deontay Wilder failed. Tyson Fury went down one time, but, but Deontay went down three times. Okay, let and me I ask know. you a question. Did Dante Wilder go down first? Yeah. Then he yeah. put yeah, he Wilder down, down. Then he put Wilder down. Then he put then Wilder he down. he went down twice after that. Two after more that. times, right. Yeah, Fury, Fury put Fury down. What round he did he down. put Tyson down in? You know idea? It was like the third Early in the, the fight. Fourth, like third, not, not third and fourth, fourth round. round, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, after that, uh, it just went downhill, man. You know you getting your ass whooped when you when you fighting somebody and you grabbing their shorts. Your ass is getting whooped. I know that. I, I don't have to box to know that. I just know when you grabbing the person's shorts that you fighting, yes. you is losing. There's uh, no other way to look he, at that. Steve, he hit Tyson so hard. He hit Wilder so hard, the station changed. I was watching the fight, and then the next thing I know, I'm watching the weather. I'm like, what the hell happened? We, man, and man, I'm, I just, I just believe, man, that I really saw that he just got outboxed again. You know, this is the third time he didn't got outboxed. How, how is that work? Yes, how, like, how well, all that... I know is here's what I've always said. Uh-huh. I think Dante Wilder has the tools. I think him fighting the softball, he's not being trained by a guy that knows how right. to fight a softball. When you fight a softball, it's a certain way you got to be because you always step on each other's foot. Because if you're an orthodox fighter, your left foot leads. If you're a softball mm-hmm. fighter, your right foot leads. Now, if y'all mm-hmm. facing each other, those two toes are touching. Mm-hmm. You okay. got to get your toe on the outside of this guy's on the toe, outside. or you in yeah. for a long ass night. And until you're taught so, how to do that and how to mm-hmm. cut the ring off and shorten his, because both of his punches can't be power punches. No. So he needs a trainer. He needs a trainer that can train him how to fight softball That's and more, how to fight and and how to fight big white dude cuz i don't think he has a trainer for that either he needs a trainer <laughs> that can help him fight a big ass white dude <laughs> but see here's the other problem if you look at tyson fury he does not know he's white mhm Versace mm, okay. shirts on trial this boy right here man know. He, he straight he he gypsy. He, he straight hood, dog. He did, man. He, he done had a hood life. 
that song. Yeah, he really has. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I love Dante, man. I just wish he had a different trainer because oh, the white no. guy in his corner just is not a qualified guy. Not the one to help him. Much respect, man, to anybody no. getting that. Will they fight again, you think? Oh, no. No, that's over, Jay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Junior. Thank you, guys. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, Mr. Blue Cheese, uh, seems like you're trending on the social media platforms over here in the Again. U.S. It's about that green you had on. Ensemble uh-huh. that you were rocking. It's about that green. It ain't yes. blue cheese yes. this week. It's green honey. <laughs> Straight <laughs> off the runway, sir. I'm yes. feeling against Batman. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tell us about it, Steve. <laughs> somebody, nice. somebody done did a whole thing on my outfits that I'm the Batman villain. Oh, they really? got me in the Joker outfit. They got me in uh, the Penguins outfit they got me in uh oh, really? several the riddler outfits several things out there. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It, it was cool it was complimentary well you know, i'll tell you these comments on this particular uh blog they're talking about your mm-hmm. green outfit they the emojis are all fire drip green hearts right <laughs> Your stylist keeps you fly. You on point. Blue cheese. Some people said the F is going on. <laughs> he looks good. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. There you go. I, I do. I have. Um, I do have a new stylist because one of my things was uh, what I wanted to do was mm-hmm. do what I used to do when I was with the Kings. I wore more colors. Okay. And that was the only thing I've told him. And after mm-hmm. that, he took over and came up with the different ranges. All right. All right. Yeah, well, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. We'll have I'm more sorry. of the Steve Harvey Morning Show <laughs> coming up at 33 Mo, minutes you, after, if I right got after to. this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In today's entertainment news, Kim Kardashian West did her thing and hosted Saturday Night Live this past Saturday. Kim's mom, Kris Jenner, was there along with her sister, Chloe. Kim's um, soon-to-be ex, ex, what is going on over there with their relationship? Uh, Kanye West was also in New York to give Kim some much-needed support, give, give her some advice and everything. Kim said she felt a lot of pressure. She wanted to wow the audience. She looked fantastic. We all know, of course, Kanye has a complicated history with uh, Saturday Night Live. And um, back in 2016, you guys remember this, when audio leaked of... Uh, Kanye with his behind the scenes meltdown. He had this right before yes. performing on the oh, show. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't know really what how much help he could give Kim actually. Right. But anyway, <laughs> maybe he's grown. Good. Yeah, she maybe he's grown really since good. then. I but didn't Kim, see it at all. I yeah, it. Kim was good, Steve. Yeah, she she was she a was little fast. Good, she did In her, her monologue a little fast. I, She's I, got I comedy timing. She really does. She has yeah, comedy she timing. Was really good. She Surprisingly was good. good. And she looked, of course, beautiful. Gorgeous. Amazing. And the skits were cute. You know, mm-hmm. she did her thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. Yeah. She did the yeah. bachelorette skit. Did <laughs> <laughs> you see Chris Rock? <laughs> and the she grown mommies really in the club. That was yes. good too. Yes. Yeah, so yes. She was she was good. I, I think um she did very well. Yeah, and they had a skit on there with Chris and Chloe, her mom uh-huh. and sister. So mm, yeah. that was good. Yeah, it was it was good. In other entertainment news, Ray J 
Lord, Ray J, we just want you to get well from pneumonia, okay? Yeah. Ray J's in the hospital uh, dealing with pneumonia. He's tested negative, thank God for COVID. He thought he had that at first. Um, they gave him multiple tests, at least five of them, and uh, he's tested negative. Now, according to People Magazine, Ray J's health isn't the only hurdle uh, he had to get over. He has filed for divorce from his wife, Princess Love, one more time. This makes number three. No! Number three. Well, in <laughs> the hospital, damn. Who does that? Man? Yeah. You done let that damn pneumonia get the best of you. You ain't in the best yeah. of mindsets to be making life-altering decisions unless you mm-hmm. thought you were leaving. <laughs> oh. The only reason yeah, you trying to divorce right now is you think you're leaving and you're trying to. Sick people don't file for divorce. That makes Trust no me. damn sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I beg to differ. No, clear it up. Go ahead, say it. No, I've seen it all. I've been filed on more times. <laughs> Everybody on this show except for you, Jay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he's sick. Coming up, it is our last break of the day. It is also the last fight that you'll ever see. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, in 49 minutes after, uh, we'll have some inspiring, enlightening closing remarks from the one and only Green Hornet, Blue Cheese, whatever you want to call him. He's fly in Paris. Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, time for your closing remarks. Before we get to that, Carla, you wanted to shout out someone? Yes, we got to shout out everybody in Chicago, V103. This past Saturday, Sister Strut at the Croc Center in Chicago, they showed out raising awareness, breast cancer awareness. So shout out to Chicago. Next up this weekend, Detroit. Sister Strut. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. All right, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all. Uh, I just want to remind you something in my closing remarks today. And it's this. Count your blessings. Count them. You know, I know what happens to a lot of us because sometimes it happens to me. Sometimes in our life, we are so focused on the things we're trying to acquire and the things that we're lacking that we forget to count the blessings. See, when you fail to count the blessings, you you deter your happiness. And this is what I mean by that. Some people say, I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I'm in a great relationship. I'll be happy when I get a new home. I'll be happy when I change my career. I'll be happy when I open up this business. I'll be happy when my kids graduate. I'll be happy when I'm making more money. Well, when you say that, or when you look at things like that, you're delaying your happiness. Because there should be some joy in the process now. And the only way to get joy in the process, I think, is you have to count your blessings. You have to take inventory on the things you have. See, when your focus is on what you don't have, you overlook the things that you do have. And that produces a lack of gratitude. And that's a dangerous place to be in, folks. Because 
God has blessed us all. I don't care who you are. You're being blessed some kind of way. Look, man, I know you're, you're probably going through something. I don't know nobody who's not. But while you're going through this, can you remind yourself of all the other things you've gone through? And you, can, you can't name one single thing that he hasn't gotten you through. And if he hasn't gotten you through it, he's currently pulling you through it right now. That's a blessing. The blessing is that you have a 100% survival rate. To this point right here, you have. You've survived everything right now. No matter what the consequences were, you've survived it all up to right now. You're still here. You're a survivor. You've gotten over and over and over time and time and time again. You got to start counting your blessings, man. You got to start being grateful for some of the things that's happening in your life. Hey, man, get rid of the old woe is me. Oh, woe is you. Well, I got you going through some things, but can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? You could be going through something else, too. Because whatever you're going through, if you know if you know enough people, somebody got it worse than you got it. It's just amazing, man. My arthritis getting me. The people who don't have legs. And you steady complaining about your arthritis. You 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 steady complaining about I don't want to wear these glasses. There are people who can't see. You're steady complaining about the food you eating. There are people who are starving. You are steady complaining about the condition of your car. There are people who have no way to get from point A to B. You're just complaining, complaining, complaining. Stop complaining, man. Start counting your blessings. You have something to be grateful for. One of the biggest tricks in the devil's arsenal is to fool you into thinking God don't care nothing about you. God is always there. He's all, well, Steve, I'm going through somewhere. God at now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's back that up for a second. Let's just talk about you for a second. When the last time you really went to him? When the last time you asked him for anything? When the last time you listened? When the last time you really waited on what his response was instead of taking matters into your own hands? I'm just asking, man. Folks, don't let another day go by without counting your blessings. Because when you count your blessings, you show gratitude. And once you show gratitude, you open up yourself for more things to be grateful for. Counting your blessings is optimal. Counting your blessings is a blessing. Counting your blessings is one of the best ways to attract more blessings because that is the part of the law of attraction. You attract the signal that you put out. So what are you saying, Steve? I'm saying the more you complain, the more complaints you will attract to yourself. The more you're grateful, the more gratitude you will attract to yourself. It works just like that, man. It's not a magic trick, y'all. Stop tricking yourself and stop allowing the devil to trick you. All right? Those are my closing remarks. That's it for me today. I've said it and said it well. Count your blessings, Junior. Yes, you have. I am honest.
Count your blessings, Carla. Yes. I will. Yes, sir. Count your blessings, Shirley. One, two, three. Bitter man. Count your blessings. Yes. A trillion. I will. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, God willing, we'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all have a great day, okay? And hey, count your blessings. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 